Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington. Here we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the champ, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Oh, hey. I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm just hungry. That's okay. Yeah, it, you, know, you got a little mouthful going. I get it, man. Because uh, uh, this is uh, going to be a fantastic episode of Game That Tune. If you're just joining us here on the show, what we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs. A little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. Going to have a lot of fun. Have a couple snacks. And the winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes. And uh, he was hungry for victory last week in our championship edition. Retaining that belt, it was uh, the champ, Jesse Moore. And Jesse... What do you got in the, what do you got for the theme for this week's episode? Well, as the fattest member of GGT, I do believe it is time to uh, show my belly as it were. And uh, we're gonna do fat games because we're fat and we know it. That's right, baby. You know, like I said uh, last week when you declared this theme, we ain't fat shaming. We're fat celebrating. Uh, you know, games with fat characters. I think, honestly, I think it's a lot of fun. Damn, there it is. There's Jesse giving you the full view. Uh, Jesse mm-hmm. is, you know, he's a proud man. He's a, he's a handsome man, handsome devil. And he's, uh, he's not afraid to show it to our live viewers. Podcast viewers, just imagine it. It's big, it's white, it's Jesse's stomach. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I, I think uh, I think we're gonna ha- we, we're gonna have an interesting show because I mean, really, there's uh, you know, I, I feel like there might not be enough games like fat representation in games might not be enough, you know, like there, there's just in researching for this episode, it feels like there's not enough fat heroes in games. There are a few fat villains every now and then, and then you get your comedy relief characters, <laughs> and you know, I feel like. <laughs> Uh, you know, there need to be some more games with uh, with some you know fat heroes out there. So I'm hoping we brought some of those tonight. Uh, I'm trying to. You know, uh, we can save it for a discussion. We'll, we'll end the show with a discussion of like our favorite fat heroes. But uh, you know, I don't want to tip the hands too early. But yeah, we got five great games. We got a fantastic fan request, and you know, we're all just uh, feeling it tonight. So let's uh, let's jump right into it, Johnny. Let's make a big splash with game one. Game one. Thank you. 
Alright, uh, so this game is a, it was a, um, a free digital bonus for a, uh, another game that was being crowdfunded. Um, this game plays a lot like River City Ransom, uh, and or Double Dragon 2, and it is also based on a, uh, series of, uh, movie properties, um, this being the Mostly based on the second movie of the series. How you guys feeling this evening? I'm feeling very good. I'm feeling hungry, mm. to be honest. Yeah, mm. I could really go for a donut or something. Yeah, oh, should have had something for the show. Donuts. Get some wings. So I feel like I should, should know this based on the trivia and like. You should have stopped at the convenience store and picked something up. Hmm. Donuts and wings. It's an interesting combination. Hmm. You make a sandwich out of it. It's great. Alright. Anyway, are we not showing our answers? What's going on? I was waiting for y'all to show them. Let's see. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh... Okay, so Johnny said, Teenage Mutant Obese Turtles on their backs. Uh, that's obviously incorrect. Uh, John said Blues <laughs> Brothers, incorrect. And David, with the correct answer, snooch to the motherfucking nooch, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl. Of course. Nice. Yeah, this game is is actually a lot of fun and really difficult, and uh, uh, you can beat up the Easter Bunny, so that's pretty great. <laughs> is it the Easter Bunny that's like meeting with kids in the mall, or is the Easter Bunny? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, have you not Remember- seen Mall Rats, David? <laughs> no, I have. It's admittedly been a while, yeah. but I was like, wait. It's it's the mall Easter Bunny, right? It's not like the actual Easter Bunny just happens to come in. It's like, God, do you fuck up Santa Claus too? No, because I don't think it's that time of year. Uh, there is a movie that you fight as well, mm. so that's, that's fun. awesome. Um, nice. Yeah, um, I'm a big Kev Smith fan, so this game is is amazing to me. 
because it's just a fucking two-player beat-em-up, but you're Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, we're <laughs> awesome. Uh, I literally had no idea this existed. Yeah, and it looks it looks just like a fucking NES game. Um, you know, maybe a little more detailed. I'm not sure. I haven't made a quite comparison between the hardware, but uh, that's not usually what I do, so why would I? Come oh, on, this just came out this year. It's a fairly new game. Yeah, yeah, it's on the Switch and on PC. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up some screenshots yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff <laughs> um, to talk about it. Yeah, but, like, what? it starts off with, like, LaFour's chasing you down, like, in Mallrats, and you hide. And I guess your, uh, your goal is to try to, um, uh, you know, stop that game show from being, uh, made. Yeah, okay, seriously, this is baffling to me. I'm sorry, was there a, in 2020, they released basically a Mighty Final Fight version of Mallrats? Yeah. Like, this is insane. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why did this happen? And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm literally, like, just baffled as to why or how this happened. Like, Oh, you can also get it on NES. Like, you can get an NES cart. Right, you can get a cart. Yeah, because one of the results in wow. my search says, like, you know, NES cart for sale. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. That, and that is box is dedication. Really That's hardcore. That's cool. That's fucking really cool. You said, it's a fun game. You said it was a like a. It started off as a bonus for a Kickstarter. What was the Kickstarter? Yeah. Yeah. There's another game that they're working on uh, called Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch, <laughs> and it's like a a beat 'em up, but it's more like cartoony graphics and real like you know more advanced, I guess. And so they just made this 8-bit version, kind of like a. You know, free bonus. It's kind of like what they did with Bloodstained, how they had the um, 8-bit version, too. Right. I think maybe they should just stop here. I don't think they need to keep going. Like, this uh, yeah. this seems perfect. I feel like, God, making an actual NES version had to be so much more work. Like, that's... that Like, it kind of makes sense, like, because if you make an NES version, then you can just fire up emulators on the other platforms and call it a day, but still, you have to make that NES version? <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> Like, how, how do you do that? <laughs> I have no idea. That's crazy. I mean, I would imagine that at this point, NES development kits are fairly inexpensive. I don't think, like, there's a huge market for them. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's free. I think what you really pay for is, is time. <laughs> you know? Like, like that's got to take a bit to figure out. You can't just find, like, YouTube videos, you know, like you do for, like, Unity game development yet. Like, I don't know where you even begin to learn about this stuff. Yeah, and I'm also thinking about it, like, you know, we all talk about, oh, you know, Shovel Knight's this awesome retro game and has this fantastic style, but, like, Shovel Knight actually is way more advanced than an NES can handle, so to actually make a game that plays in your NES, it's like... You're almost putting a restriction on yourself by doing that. Yeah. Like. No, that's like, you know what makes jazz good is getting to do stuff within like weird constraints. And I feel like I making an NES. comparison's going to be. <laughs> NES development is the jazz of development. Like, it's so constrained, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And you get to experience a lot of creativity within those constraints, just like jazz. Johnny, how long before the show did you start drinking? What the fuck was that analogy? It's it makes it totally makes sense. Have you not listened to jazz? No, I haven't listened to jazz <laughs> ever on purpose. 
God, I, I know we say this a lot, but please timestamp that. I want that. How long before the show did you start drinking? What the fuck? I want that soundbite. I'm not saying I don't follow you. I just, I don't know. I feel like there had to be a better way of phrasing that. But, you know, I, I, I don't know, John. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, this is crazy to me. Like, I, I, honestly, I don't keep up with what's on Kickstarter anymore, so I had no idea that, I guess, Kevin Smith was trying to get Jay and Silent Bob games made. But, uh, no, this looks like a perfect little thing. The only way that I can think of that it would be a little bit better is to make it slightly more era-appropriate and make it an SNES beat-em-up. Because, you know. Well, the, the newer game is supposed to be more, well, I guess more, not quite SNES, but, you know, better. Oh. If it, uh, I was picturing when you said like this was a bonus for the other game. I figured the other game was going to be more modern. Beat yeah, up. yeah. Well, it's like a cartoony graphics. Yeah. You know? Okay. So more like the like the River City Girls, like the the recent Battletoad Streets of Rage type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotcha. I mean, that's was... cool too. But I'm just saying, like, if they wanted to make a true era specific Ball Rats SNES game, it would have been pretty fucking. Yeah. Cool. So uh, to say if it was going to be like more. Mallrat specific, wouldn't it be on Sega Genesis? Because he was obsessed right, with playing. Um, was it NHL '93? It was that or '94. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, breakfast come and go, Renee. But Hartford the Whale. They <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> only win this game maybe once, maybe twice in a lifetime. <laughs> Uh, oh god yeah i watched small rats a lot <laughs> um, so that's, that's the one. other reason i'm kind of pissed that i don't know about this like uh, i'm sorry this is right up my alley from you know my entire life from like 1997 through 2006 or so like you know if this had come out years ago i would i would have been all over this um I, i'm not the hugest kevin smith fan anymore but uh i i really have a great fondness for that early run of movies so you know damn man this uh yeah, and, and it's nice that uh, Kevin Smith's not so fat anymore. He uh, had that horrifying, almost uh, dying experience, and seems to have, you know, really, uh, really gotten his life together. So I'm, I'm happy that he's still around. Happy we still have Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I remember too. reading about when he got uh, kicked off that airplane, you know, because they wanted him to buy his second seat. <laughs> and I felt really bad for the guy. Like that's that's rough. Yeah, that was yeah. fucked up. You know. Um, and yeah, I'm glad he managed to get get figure it out. And well, I mean, not he didn't quite figure it out. He had like a quadruple bypass and yeah. survived. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, thankfully he survived. I guess was what I was trying to say. I'm glad mm -hmm. Kevin Smith's still around. Uh, you know, because he's really, uh, he's a cool dude. Makes some fun movies. National treasure. When you think about it, like weight loss due to medical conditions, it's a lot like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> no, Go on. he's forced to do it within a set of constraints, which is if you don't do this, your heart's gonna explode again. And, you know, it's beautiful in that way. You need to add valves to your arteries, much like the valves of a saxophone. <laughs> yeah, it's what jazz is all about with the bippin' and the boppin'. <laughs> you see? <laughs> Heart surgery's kind of like Kodak film. <laughs> no, oh. it's like Jello putting pops. Okay, we're, we're all over the place, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we're sitting here making a bunch of pop culture references. That's appropriate for a Kevin Smith game. That's true. That's really, true. we've that's been tying true. it together this whole time. Yeah. So, you know, when this next game comes out, I assume it'll be uh, just like the most, I don't know, Kevin Smith referential thing since... 
that recent Jay and Silent Bob reboot, uh, you know, I assume they have to just pack it all into this insane beat em up game. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know how much involvement he actually has in this game. I think Damn people it. just, I think people just came to him and was like, hey, uh, we want to make a game based on your characters, and he was probably like, oh, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. And of course, Jay is a huge gamer. Um, he's a Twitch streamer too, which is oh, ridiculous. Word? Ooh, we're yeah. raiding his channel. Yeah, <laughs> raiding Jay tonight. God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> if he he's said not... Snoochie Boochie's game that tune, it would just make my year. Oh my fuck, that would mm. be the best. Oh god, that would go on the soundboard in a heartbeat. Yeah, because we record it when we raid other people. Anyway, <laughs> uh, man, what a what a fucking pick, Jesse. I'm you know. I'm very and happy of course, to have learned about this. <laughs> Kevin Smith is the, the fat man in, the, in this. Um, as you know, Jay yells, "Fly, fat ass, fly!" Good. Um, in in other movies, he's you know, I said, "Hey, have you ever let a fat man in an overcoat lick your ass?" <laughs> you know. Um, so he's he's always referenced him as being fat. He's so, been very playful um, about his fatness for his entire yeah. career. <laughs> yeah. So. Fly, fat ass, fly was. Maybe my favorite line from Mallrats. That yeah. shit cracked me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, that movie's so fucking good. It's so stupid. Yeah. And Fly, Fat Ass Fly. It's one of the best parts. That'd be a good commentary. God, oh, yeah. So, uh, it would, actually. Yeah, that would be that so fucking good in such a bad way. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's great. I don't know if it's good or not, <laughs> but I, oh, I, I can show some love to that movie. Um, it's Jesse, not good. Anything else it's on great, Cap- John. Is it? Um, is it like jazz, John? Yeah. <laughs> Mallrats is a little bit like jazz. It was yeah, made like under in, a set of constraints. <laughs> yeah, the constraints being, you know, not a lot of budget. <laughs> yeah, I understand, John. You don't have to explain oh. this. I, I'm not going to accept this analogy for anything. You get to see, uh, the, uh what's her name? Joey something oh yeah uh, I, was, I wasn't even gonna bring yeah. that up i was gonna try and keep it tasteful uh, oh. i think pretty sure she was dating kevin smith at the time yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah she yeah. was ah man so. uh, more more on uh, joey lauren adams in uh in our upcoming mall rats commentary uh in the meantime let's, let's do it let's move Chase on to the game is a, a double feature <laughs> hell yeah game two
Alright guys, so uh, this game introduced a, a new mode to the series called Phoenix Mode, which revives any fallen allied character on the next player phase. Alright, so David wrote down his answer like 10 seconds into the first song. <laughs> Let's see Seems everybody coffee. else's answers. <laughs> Alright, so let's see here. Jesse wrote 20 pizza rolls, which is incorrect. And John and David both wrote the correct answer, which which is a uh, Fire Emblem Fats. What? Oh my god, no. Just fucking get, get rid of this asshole. This is Fire Emblem Fats, a weird game in the Fire Emblem series where they made everybody fat for some reason. Have you guys played this game? <laughs> it only worked on the 3DS XL. Because uh, it needed that extra room because of how fat. The 3DS XL? You, what took us on that journey for that fucking XL joke? Fucking Fire Emblem shit, Fats man. for the 3DS XL. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I heard that, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I know this. Why do I know this? Obviously, I don't speak Japanese, but then I heard the tune. It's like, oh, this is Lost in Thoughts All Alone. This is Fire Emblem Fates. Why is Johnny picking Fire Emblem Fates? And then I thought, no, Fates. you know what? I can't wait for you to talk about this game. So, please, go on. Well, David, I thought it was called Fire Emblem Fats because they made all the characters fat in this one. Is that not what this game is? I, oh, I no. was looking up the game. I typed in Fire Emblem Fast, and I found all kinds of pictures. What's the name of that, uh, <laughs> oh, that no. like, jazz musician? Something Fats, or is he blues? Uh, Minnesota Fats. Fast no. Domino? I think you, just, you pick any city name and add Fats to it, and that's probably a musician. <laughs> but he's or, got like a, a, a very specific voice, and Johnny has to do the rest of the show in that voice now. All right, so let me go look up Fats Domino on YouTube God, for a this, bit. Like, is this episode quietly becoming about jazz? It's <laughs> a fever dream. No, we no no. I I want Johnny to talk but, about this game. You are not digging yourself out of this hole. Have you guys like? I mean, Google Fire Emblem Fats. There's all kinds of pictures of like fat Fire Emblem characters. Yeah, it's a fetish. We're not here to kink shame. What's your favorite part about this game? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! Oh, oh son of a bitch. Oh, they're all pregnant. That's what it is. They're not These actually... aren't official oh, images, no. John. What were you thinking? Oh, this is all fan art that I've been looking at. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, John. These are really... You couldn't tell these Look. weren't official? <laughs> if, you're, if you're looking at art and it says deviant art, that's not official. If the URL has .xxx, that's not official art? 
No. So, yeah, oh, no, man. nothing. I'm sorry, John. Nothing from furaffinity.net is official Fire Fur Emblem Affinity. art. <laughs> Son of a bitch. John, you really, you really goofed this, man. <laughs> well, uh, shit. So it's, yeah, it's not Fire Emblem Fats. It's, uh. It, it's Fire Emblem Fates. I mean, I, again, I, I had a lot of things saying, uh, that this would be fat. Again, 3DS XL. Uh, the soundtrack was eight goddamn discs for me to download. That's <laughs> like, crazy. That's a fat fucking soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there were two versions of this game. There was three Fates versions. and Conquest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Birthright. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. More like Birthweight. <laughs> oh. My man. <laughs> this game's pretty fat. <laughs> um, no, this is really funny, John. Uh. Yeah, it's a stupid-ass bit, but really, it leads me to a question for David. David, is there any fat Fire Emblem character? You know, I feel like there has to be at some point, but I can't think of any. I know you're not actually any. a Fire Emblem expert, but like, I was really racking my brain, like, would they dare make a Fire Emblem character fat instead of, like, jackass, drop-dead sexy? Like, that, that's a I sexy feel like series. Most of them, like, most of the big guys are, like, broad and muscular. I don't know that yeah. there are any, like, outright fat guys. Yeah, right. Although I, I, take offense, I, I take offense to you saying fat versus, like, sexy, because that's not mutually exclusive. I, yeah, have you seen me? I said anime sexy. Oh, like, okay. Again, have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and I just saw a lot of Fire Emblem Fats uh, Google results, so... Yeah, <laughs> clearly I'm operating on the, uh, you know, kind of a archaic uh, definition of what's sexy and what's not in anime. Um, <laughs> you know, man, I wonder what would have happened if he had typed in Fire Emblem Fits. Would it have just brought up regular Fire Emblem characters? Uh, or, or, or just people throwing fits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would do if I were playing Fire Emblem, because uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem freaks me out, and I, you know, <laughs> I don't like permadeath, and the game is upsetting to me. God <laughs> uh, um, oh, damn it, John. <laughs> I, I know nothing about this game, I just want to do the fat in the XL joke. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm the done. fact that you went so far for the 3DS XL joke, <laughs> I'm almost impressed. <laughs> I, you know what? Johnny, if you if you were if you were smooth, what you should have done is as soon as you said it only plays on the 3DS XL, you should have went game three. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this uh, yeah, John. I promised everybody the show was going to be tasteful. Uh, yeah, this, oh, I thought you said tasty. Yeah, this whole segment feels in terrible taste. Ah, <laughs> uh, but. David, have you found that fat fire emblem character yet? Are we going to find one by the end of the show? Uh, no, but Discord. shout out to Taylor in Discord, um, who has found two. Okay, uh, you know. Yeah. Not, yeah, I guess that's, you know, they're kind of fat. They're not that's terribly <laughs> fat. I'm just I saying, feel uh, like uh, you're Homer Simpson in Australia. Well, no, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess my bar for fat is set around Homer Simpson. So yeah, th okay, this second lady, this lady, she's uh, she's a big lady. And she seems perfectly fine. She's uh, yeah, she seems uh, oh, happy wait, with no, it. She, yeah, I have no idea who this is. Uh, obviously I not mean, a hero, though. I mean, they definitely have characters who are curvy. I don't know if that can be counted as fat, but... Right. Some yeah, scumbags then... would. 
And then thanks Rainus in the chat for posting some of that finish art that John obviously mistook for actual fire at Lamar. Johnny, did you think at some point in this game that a woman would eat something and then like explode out of her clothes? Yeah, I thought that was like a power-up. You know, like it's a potion you have during battles. Uh, to, <laughs> the game you know. is Japanese, guys. I, I didn't question anything. I thought that was their version of like hulking out, right? I mean, when Hulk hulks out, he like grips through all his clothes. I thought this was the same idea. Yeah. You know, What's that? she's from House Chungus. What's that kink where you like purposely feed your partner like oh like so so much, and like it turns you on to watch them eat and they get bigger? Uh, this that's just called Americanism. Oh, I think you call that feeders or something or feeding. I don't. I'm not sure. There's a term oh, yeah. for it. I can't get past but. the idea of Johnny looking at art of someone getting so fat they explode out of their clothes <laughs> and thinking, yes, this is a power-up in a mi- medieval military strategy <laughs> RPG. There's <laughs> some bold strategy to get so fat they explode out of your clothes, David. <laughs> <laughs> it works in certain missions. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where... You know, like most of the time it doesn't work. Where there's, there's that one battle where like it's act like the the, the enemy attacks are absolutely weak against fat. It's right? like it's like praying <laughs> at the end of Earthbound. It had to work at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like it's like Magikarp's splash attack it works on that one Pokemon, but nobody else for whatever reason. <laughs> enemy attacks are weak against fat. What? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like they 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 hit you and your fat just like absorbs it. Yeah, <laughs> it never hits your core, which is where it's all like your the hit blob. points are. Yeah, or uh, like uh, Choji and um and Naruto, he like gets real fat and like turns into like this ball of a person and rolls it over people and fucks them all up. Ooh, so. that so sounds we... dope. Yeah, there should be a Fire Emblem yeah. Fats slash like Katamari crossover. Oh man, just just Katamari but with just fat Fire Emblem characters. We have steel-tipped arrows. <laughs> we have steel-tipped arrows that go through armor. We have wooden arrows that will hurt horses, and then we have these special fat arrows, specifically yeah. for harming fat people. <laughs> They're made out of Doritos. <laughs> what? No, John, that doesn't harm them. That strengthens them. God damn it, John. No, it's just a oh. wafer thin mint. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're they're made out of kale. <laughs> kale arrows. Oh, God. Yep, we're getting into offensive territory. Good job, John. (laughs) Yeah, I do like this pick, though, because seriously, we never pick Fire Emblem for the show because barely any of us play it. It's got a bombing-ass soundtrack. Eight discs, you said. And, I mean, what can you say about Fire Emblem Fates uh, besides, you know, my Smash Bros-related opinions of Corrin sucks? Like, there's just, you know... I'm sure that someone's played it. Probably David played it for a minute. But, uh... Did you play any of these, David? No, yeah, I didn't. Because yeah, there's three of them. They tried to do the Pokemon model on Fire Emblem. It was a bold strategy on their part. Didn't and, really yeah. work. Yeah, no. <laughs> they had to kind of reset after that. Yeah, so. I mean, it got good reviews from the couple of reviews I looked up, but uh, I didn't look Did up they... the sales. Did it not sell well? I'm it's... sure it sold well because they sold three different dis- copies of the game. Mm. It's as I understand it, this game has a very mixed reception in the Fire Emblem fandom. Um, like some people really don't like Corin, some people really don't like the multiple versions. Um, as someone who has not played it at all, I think it's fine. Right. 
See, they got it right on the Switch version, though. Like, okay, they thought Fire Emblem Fates will make three separate games. And then they realized for the Switch, it's like, no, Fire Emblem three houses in one game. That's the key. We should have made all three of these things in one game. So that's what they did. They they smushed everything together for the Switch release. So they should do like an ultimate re-release of Fire Emblem Fates, smushed together into one big fat 3DS re-release. And, you know, just, uh, yeah, call it Fire Emblem Fats. <laughs> Fire Emblem Triple XL. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> No, do not search for Fire Emblem Fats XXX, John. Moving on before you suggest that to anybody. Game 3.
Uh, this is our fan request. Um, so in this game, uh, whenever your character dies, um, you start as one of three randomly generated uh, heirs to that character. And they often have uh, some sort of weird characteristic or or ability like uh, blind uh, color blindness, which turns the game into a black and white game. Or uh, <laughs> um, you can become uh, uh, very fat and uh, it's hard for characters to uh, knock you off the screen and, and whatnot. fast yeah gotta get those answers in <clears throat> so uh, yeah this is our fan request um it comes from uh, jet steel in the discord so we got uh johnny says virtual fighter xl incorrect um david says oh christ i can't read that um, super fat oh, adventures. Super fat adventures. Yeah, that's not a real game, so he's wrong. And uh, John with Rogue Legacy, which is correct. So yeah, Rogue Legacy. This game um, is actually pretty cool. I played it when it came out. It's very difficult. <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever played this game? I have not. No. Mm -mm. I definitely feel like this is a Johnny game. Because it's a... Uh, you go into a castle, it's really fucking hard, um, you can get like different um, classes, but you also have those weird uh, ability, like uh, like characteristics, like the um, ADHD, which, um, god I forget what that one does, but there's like the, the, the one where you're like really, really tiny, and you move really fast, uh, there's one I think Vertigo, and the game is upside down, so... <laughs> There's like all sorts of fun different ones. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I'm looking at some but, screenshots here of the game. Yeah, this this looks this looks pretty awesome. Like 2D pixely, you know, yeah. platforming. It looks like. Um, you said there's an ADHD mode, which I, I love. I love experiencing like time blindness. That's my thing. You know, like it's yeah. uh, it's great. It's um, on pretty much every fucking system, I think. Um, oh, it's on Linux, so. They, Sold. Uh, <laughs> Done. Yeah. You want to sell a game, Johnny, Johnny put on Linux. <laughs> yeah. God, you almost spit beer everywhere. It's <laughs> Linux is like jazz. <laughs> oh, damn it. Tell us, tell us all about Linux and jazz. Mm. 
I'm like this runner. Alright, <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. Um, but, um... Yeah, I only got this right because of the uh, the way you phrased your trivia and looking through the list of things that were requested. One, we didn't get very many requests for this week. And two, I know. it was clear you were describing a roguelike game and then you said, like, you start over as uh, one of your, you know, kids. And I was like, hmm, maybe it's the game called Rogue Legacy. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that sounds like it might be a roguelite in which you play as, you know, uh, people having a legacy after other people die. Uh, you know, this adds up. I'm good with context clues, is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, you know, I haven't played this, and I don't think I, you know, will or want to. Because uh, I've tried a couple of these roguelites, and they're just not my bag, man. I want them to be, because they seem so cool. And then when I try them, I'm, you know, I'm exhausted by them. I need things to be in the same place each time I play. <laughs> You know, Dead Cells wore me the fuck out. <laughs> That's probably the best one anyways. So. Yeah, it's pretty goddamn hardcore. <laughs> but, um... um but, uh... Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's... On the surface, it's appealing to me. Like, I like 2D action games, you know, but... Man, like, you know, once I got into playing some of these, I'm like, fuck me, I don't, I don't know if I have <laughs> patience for... Like, I, I like memorization. <laughs> Uh, that, you know, that, that was more my speed. I realized that as like a kid. It's like you know, you, you know, what's like great about like Mega Man is memorizing where everything is in a stage until you've got it down pat, and then you get to the boss and fucking use the right weapon on it. You know, if everything changed every time you went into a Mega Man stage, I don't know if I ever would have beaten a Mega Man game. <laughs> so oh, for these, man, I would, for these I would rogue games, it. I'm just like, <sighs> like I know what to do, but like not knowing where to go, it's uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's uh, it frustrates me. It's it, you know, it, it frustrates me that it frustrates me. Is what I'm saying. Like I, I want to play games like this because there's a lot of them and they seem cool. So, <laughs> I mean, I've I've always loved um, games with random level stuff. Like uh, Toe Jam and Earl, you know, is a, is a good roguelike on the Sega Genesis. See, um, if I had known that and played Toe Jam and Earl more as a kid, like maybe it would have registered with me that games like this are cool. But like <laughs> Diablo, yeah, was, Diablo's great. Not like my, it's just not my it tempo. adds it adds replayability to it, which is nice. See, yeah, that's the funny like, thing. I find replayability in like memorizing something and mastering look, it. Like I, if, I guess I'm just kind of a look, punk like that. I, I want to yeah, play a game and fucking in, master in, it. In Rogue Legacy, the thing you want to memorize are the the boss patterns. You memorize that. That's your memorization, and everything else is a fucking adventure. So. True. Yeah. Good, good luck. Cause the bosses are fucking hard. I, I never even bought beat the fucking eye boss, and I think that's like the first one. Damn. Cause I'm shit at that game. Sounds but, like me playing fucking uh, Dead Cells. Uh, <laughs> like, got to a boss encounter. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for this. I don't know. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. This game's not going my way. <laughs> uh, um, I've been hearing good things about uh, Hades. Yeah, uh, that sounds awesome. Apparently, it's a very good roguelite, and it's nominated. You know, not that I put much stock in the game awards, but hey, it got nominated for Game of the Year at this year's Game Awards. So that you know, it says something. Uh, you know, obviously, I haven't gotten my hands on that yet either. But yeah, you know, looks wonder, uh, promising. I wonder, though, kind of going back to like not putting so much stock in the game awards. Like, I wonder if it got nominated for Game of the Year because it's a really popular game at the end of the year. 
that probably helps. Like, not <laughs> to take anything away from the game. I'm sure the game is amazing, but still, it's like, oh, we need to fill one more out. Well, Hades is really big. Let's go with Hades. Well, yeah. I, I've heard, I've been hearing about it for the last few months, and I know it's been an early access, like, all year, too, so. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, see, maybe, you know, like, because I guess looking at the list of Game Awards nominees for the year, for Game of the Year, at least, it does seem like it's early in the year, and then you kind of got a big gap, and then you got Hades. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, what came out this summer? Um, you know, COVID came right. out this summer. <laughs> yeah. And they, they didn't want to nominate that for anything. That's, ah. uh, yeah, not award worthy. Uh, <laughs> certainly not at the Game Awards. Yeah, um, no, I'd give it like a Razzie, you know. Yeah, <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah. Hot, <laughs> take. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Give 2020 yeah. a Razzie. That's... COVID is, it's like jazz. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. It's really flourished under a set of constraints. <laughs> oh, you've uh... turned the jazz against me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you never saw it coming, baby. COVID is American jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all jazz is American jazz. It was made so, in America. So, COVID and jazz. America's two indigenous art forms. <laughs> no. Damn. Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are American, peanut butter. What's the deal? It's, it's delicious. It's America's hummus. It is. <laughs> Yeah, I follow you on Twitter, Sean. I know you're going. I'm changing the direction of this conversation. Now we're talking about peanut butter. I put it on pita earlier today, and I realized that peanut butter is just American hummus. Now, do you prefer crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Uh, it depends, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's all context. I was at work, so you know, the peanut butter available to me was creamy. But uh, if I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at home, oh, I'm I'm making it crunchy. Yeah, team crunchy. So, yeah, if I'm making a smoothie, obviously slap a slap a thing of creamy in there. But, nope, uh, still crunchy. <laughs> you put no. crunchy in your smoothie. <laughs> you don't want like grit in your smoothie. You want, <laughs> I like a real mealy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Sorry, well, I just had to get things off uh, off topic you know with uh, with this peanut butter tangent. Um. Because, yeah, you know, I've, but, I've said what I know about Rogue Legacy. It looks cool, and, you know, I wish I liked games like this. <laughs> Just like COVID. It seemed cool, and I wish I liked it. Turns out, you know, it's, uh, it's not cool at all. Uh, it's been devastating. What, Rogue Legacy or COVID? <laughs> Both. Both? <laughs> yeah. Both have been Ooh. devastatingly difficult. <laughs> Just like COVID, I wanted to like it, but I just can't. It's devastating. No, I'm sorry, John. You lost me there. I was was trying to enjoy all that time spent at my house, and then it started driving me insane, much like a roguelite. Yeah. (laughs) You see, rogue legacy is like COVID. Go on. And jazz. I thought you had a follow-up to that. It sounds great at first. But then a few months in, yeah, not so you, great. That second stimulus check never comes, and uh, yeah, we're just you know <laughs> rudderless. It's been you know, terrible. This rogue legacy. Oh um, god, a life is horrible. Yeah, I'm not Game sure we're making any four. sense tonight. Guys. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, gentlemen. Is that song still going? No. <laughs> Just uh, long tail on that one. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how I really long like, that one lasted. I just <laughs> love David just going, no. <laughs> so, um, following this game's announcement, there was a boycott uh, that reached more, um, including a group that reached more than 37,000 members because they believed that this game should not have been released as a standalone title and should have been an expansion pack. However, this boycott did not work as uh, sales <laughs> as pre-orders of the game quadrupled the amount of the previous game. Gentlemen, who's got their answers? So, uh, John Harrington says Madden 09, sadly incorrect. Jesse Damn. says Two Bloomin' Onions, sadly incorrect. John Regan has the correct answer. This is Left for Dead 2. Wow. You know how I know this? Because you looked at what too? game I had. This. This was the first game that Valve ported to Linux. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It game was a big deal. <laughs> Please. No, so um, this is Left 4 Dead 2, the classic zombie apocalypse survival horror first-person shooter co-op game. Am I the only one who played this? No, I played it because as soon as it came out on Linux, like, I bought it immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, wait, David, you played this? <laughs> yeah. This is as surprising to me as Fire Emblem Fats. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry, this was somehow up your alley? <laughs> so, funny story, um, I played the hell out of this game because um, I was. it was right after I had moved to Chicago, I had visited Florida um, and hung out with a friend of mine named Sam 
who had an Xbox 360. And I was debating getting a 360 at the time, because I wanted to play, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Street Fighter 4, a couple indie Scott games. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But I was still kind of, like, on the fence. She's like, oh, no, you gotta get it, and you gotta get Left 4 Dead. It's like, what? I, I'm not even sure what that is. She's like, oh, no, the, this new one just came out. Let's play. And the two of us spent, like, four hours playing Left 4 Dead 2 together. And this game is a fucking blast. Sweet. So, um, one of the, the big innovations is they added melee weapons into this. Um... So, the first game, you just ran around with, like, guns and weapons fighting zombies, but this one, um, you got to have melee weapons, and I remember the main combo that I was using was, like, a hunting rifle, because it was super strong if you kept your distance, and my friend Sam, like, she got a shotgun and would just run up to zombies and, like, get right into the fold, but I tried to, like, stay back, and then my main melee weapon, they had, like, baseball bats and lead pipes and things like that, but they also had more odd things and i picked up a fender strat an electric guitar and i was using that to bludgeon zombies to death and it was fucking okay. great <laughs> did it make like uh like metal guitar noises every time you hit something with it it did actually make kind of that weird like dong like that <laughs> guitar string sound um Good. and i will never forget because you're it's like chapter based and there's a section that we got to where the whole game is you're these four characters, um, Coach, Ellis, Rochelle, and God, I can't think of the other guy's name. I want to say Nick, maybe? Anyhow. I think you're um, right, but I'll Google that and check on it while you You're, go like, on. trapped in the South. You're, like, exploring, like, the swamps of the American South, and, like, I think it's set in Louisiana, and you're trying yeah. to escape, you know, the zombie apocalypse. Um, and there was a section where you get to, like, a carnival, and you try to get a helicopter to save you and the only way to do that is you have to get their attention so you go to like their open air like giant performance stage and you have to turn on the lights to signal a helicopter but as soon as you do that all the zombies know something is happening so they just swarm you so you're like on a rock stage with music and pyrotechnics while shooting zombies that are chasing you down the aisles it was fucking great is the music jazz no, it was not jazz. Do the zombies In what way like is this jazz? game like jazz? So it's co-op. So you have a, a four-person gr- group, just like a you know hey, jazz four-person ensemble. You don't have to answer this question seriously. It's collaborative, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like they're being dicks. <laughs> you'll, you'll have no, to John, answer. You're the dick. Jazz. You're the one that brought that up. <laughs> Um, but the one thing that I, I liked about this was I was I was trying to think of games with fat characters. I was like, you know, King DDD, E Honda, and then I started thinking, it's like, but those are all like fat heroes. Like, what are some great fat enemies? And this game has boomers, the gigantic mm. like overweight zombies that just spew bile at you. Oh, so and like regular boomers. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was waiting for somebody to make that. Um, okay, and then I could have... They were in Left 4 Dead 1 and Left 4 Dead 2, but I wanted to do Left 4 Dead 2 because I played it, and also because Coach is a heavyset, overweight, like, former football coach. He's like a high school football coach who's a little All on right. the heavy side. And some of his dialogue talks about, like, damn, there's stairs. I don't want to do that, like... 
he doesn't run quite as fast like when he's being controlled by an AI and it's because like he's just a heavy set guy kind of makes sense yeah I mean even if it's not like a, a fat thing maybe he's just a big guy and stares her hard on his knees because he used to play football uh, yeah I like that level of detail that's uh, it's a nice touch you know and, and he's voiced by Chad Coleman who played um, Dennis Cuddy. on uh, he's, yeah Cuddy on, on, on the wire <laughs> Dennis Get sorry out of here. <laughs> And I, I think, know his uh, real name uh, what, is Dennis John. It's but the character's name Cuddy. Cuddy. And um, and what 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 was the character's name on? Uh, it's always Sunny that he plays because that's also so good. Z Dennis? or something, I think. No, no. But anyways, Chad Coleman voices coach is great. I love Chad Coleman and coach. And Left 4 Dead too. <laughs> I I thought yeah, you had I never more to it than any that. of these. I, I watch people play them and I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You leave. Yeah, like, I'm I thought out. it was. I thought it was like online only. I'm like, I'm not playing that. <laughs> no, like, you can. You can do. Um, you can have like AI partners. I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> but you can do split screen, or you can do online. Because we did when we were playing. It was the two of us in her house, and then we got our friend Carrie to join online, and then we. I think we got like a random person to be the mm. fourth. Um, but it's it's a really interesting. It's weird because it's it's a lot like a George Romero zombie movie without having slow George Romero zombies because it really is like Dawn of the Dead where you're just a small group trying to like figure out a plan and fight off zombies except mm-hmm. instead of shambling at you slowly they're fucking hauling ass at you <laughs> and like barfing all over you and shit it's, you know sounds intense <laughs> but no uh. it's it's a fun game and when I when I thought of it and was like, oh, that would be perfect for the show, I kind of looked at it. I was like, yeah, this this was like the biggest thing in the world for a couple months, and then it just kind of dropped off. Like nobody talks about Left 4 Dead anymore. It still well, has its fans. I mean, it came out over ten years ago, uh, so yeah. There are people still clamoring for a third one. Uh, that was actually going to be my follow. Do they ever make a third one? Because I feel like this was a big fucking hit. I mean, I so, guess, you know, Valve does have a problem making threes, so. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, uh, what, what, what's the problem? Are they going to one day release, like, some brand new fucking awesome orange box with all their long, like, gestating third games in it? <laughs> God, no. yeah. Blow their fucking minds. Like, blow everyone's mind if that happens. The orange box with Half-Life 3, Portal 3, Team Fortress 3, Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, that would <laughs> blow up the world. <laughs> or save the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. God. You know, yeah, maybe the, Half-Life the 3 is... COVID the cure for COVID is inside the, or- the next orange box. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it'll be the Mauve box. <laughs> Chartreuse <laughs> box. All right, let's get this show Three, going. Come on. Five. <laughs> <laughs>
Instead of trivia or any anything that we had planned for the rest of the show, let's just loop that a few more times. <laughs> just uh, uh, we cracked into the yodeling. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so this was the first game in this uh, in the main series to be released on a non-Sony platform.
All right, guys. Everybody should be feeling pumped up after that. Uh, Johnny says Jimmy Rogers power yodeling 06. He's very close. Uh, <laughs> Jesse <laughs> says nachos as an entree. He's damn right. <laughs> and in a more accurate way, David is correct. He says Tekken 6. <laughs> Uh, not a hat trick, but I'm in favor of that sound. <laughs> we're all winners with our answers. They were all amazing. David's being, for being right. Jesse's for being hilarious. And you, I for Johnny, being stupid. You, you give yourself too much credit. I, <laughs> I didn't extend you that credit. <laughs> uh, it has to come from me, baby. I know you control the soundboard, but... Uh, no, no, no. I, I fully approve of nachos as an entree. <laughs> and actually, I prefer nachos as an entree greatly to Tekken 6. Um, man, because this game... It's, uh... It's fine. Nachos are better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Especially yeah. with some... <laughs> hot take. Yeah, Tekken nacho hot take. Hmm. <laughs> So, Jesse, you played a little bit of Tekken 6? No, but I've played a little bit of nachos. <laughs> no, but I've eaten a lot of nachos in my oh, life. Man. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about the same. You know, satisfying for a minute, and then you, you know, they start to cool off and kind of congeal and get you yourself get a, a mess soggy. on your hands. Yeah. 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 It's like, mm. Hey, the thing yeah. about soggy nachos is there's still nachos. Yep. But Tekken 6 is still Tekken 6. That's As God has really witnessed, I thought you were going to say, the thing about soggy nachos, they're a lot like jazz. <laughs> oh no, that's Johnny's no. bullshit. No! Yeah. Think about So, the thing about soggy nachos, it's like a warm beer. It means you, you've just taken too long. Like, right. Nachos should be eaten quickly. Beer should be drank quickly. Right. Like, speed run those nachos. Yeah. Yeah. But also, that's the thing, with soggy nachos, you can throw them in the oven and have a little bit of success crisping them yeah. back up. Tekken 6 is still Tekken 6. You can't throw Tekken 6 in the oven and yeah, fix what's, this game. What's the record the, for 80% nachos? <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know. Though, I gotta say, uh, I am intrigued, since these new consoles came out this week, you know, we're recording the same week at the uh, PS5 and Xbox, uh, poorly named, came out, um... Somebody was saying that, like, the, the Xbox has... It's backwards compatible with, like, 360 and Xbox One games and basically has eliminated load times from the games that uh, are on, like, 360, which is was one of my main gripes with Tekken 6, so I'm honestly wondering if this game is worth playing on an Xbox Series X because it'll just load the fucking fight like that. It's... It's a little intriguing to me. Hmm. Not intriguing enough to buy an Xbox Series X and see if it's uh, for see Tekken, if Tekken 6? 6 holds up. <laughs> Could you imagine? They're like, oh, you're getting Xbox Series X for yeah. Game Pass hey, and a, stuff? You got a Tekken no. 6 around here or what? I just want Tekken yeah. 6. <laughs> I would right. love, John, if you made a YouTube video explaining how uh, the Xbox Series X is the ultimate Tekken 6 machine. It saved Tekken 6. <laughs> <laughs> like, the series. best way to play Tekken 6, guys. It's the only way to to play it. You know, Tekken 6 on the Xbox 360 was like jazz. Interminable. But <laughs> Tekken 6 on the fucking Xbox Series X, it's mm, Now it's you're perfection. cooking with butter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man, it's a you know, tasty Tekken there. Uh, it's, it's nachos, baby. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hot, fresh nachos. Sour cream. Um, <laughs> I, I like to be been talking this long and I haven't said a fucking thing about Texas. Guacamole. <laughs> Ooh, John, what are, you, what are you talking about? You said everything that needed to be said about Tekken 6. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, know. you can't fix it unless you have an Xbox Series X. But let's it talk in the about... oven is not going to fix it. Yeah. So let's let's layer those nachos a little bit, though. Let's talk about some of the things, you know. Uh, so you lay your base down. You got, like, Tekken 5 was really good, and Tekken 6 didn't really innovate in a whole lot of, like, you know, awesome ways. Uh, it added, like, a rage uh, thing. If you were dying, you would get rage and maybe be able to make a comeback. Uh, it added some tiering to the stages. You could smash someone through a floor or, like, through a wall and down to another level. Kind of fun. Like um, Dead or Alive? See? Uh, yeah, Tekken 6 was finally catching up with Dead or Alive. <laughs> Um, That's sad. <laughs> it did have some some fun stages. That second song, uh, the yodeling song, you're fighting in just a like sheep pasture somewhere, <laughs> uh, you know, which is great. Tekken, they've done a good job of maintaining a, a nice you know nacho like balance of like fun and like serious. Like you know, you'll be fighting in one level and it's like the urban war zone. You're literally in a city being destroyed by like warplanes and shit's falling apart around you. And then you're fighting in a sheep field. And literally like depending on how you move in the stage, the you could bump the sheep in the fight, which is you know fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's Nothing like amazing. bumping a sheep. Yeah. It's I mean it's, it's really funny. Jesus. Jesse, you know, his joke didn't even come through on my end. <laughs> so, yeah, it was on the uh, sheep's end. Can't wait to. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I feel good. like uh, I feel like bumping sheep is more of a Welsh thing than an Alpine thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, there's another level with like uh, it takes place in kind of like a rundown alley somewhere in Asia, and right when you start fighting, like literally, say like you know, round one. A fucking truck just comes barreling by and crashes in the background of the stage and releases pigs and chickens all over the stage. So it's the same thing. Like you're you're fighting in this fucking alley and like bumping chickens. Oh wow! And they can fit up God their fucking eye. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hitting the buttons this time, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's is, is bump that sexual of a phrase? Is that such a loaded fucking phrase that I can't Friends. say bump? Loaded nachos. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ, man. I got some chicken on those nachos. Yeah. Spice! Uh, chicken Could <laughs> um, that be cloaca? <laughs> the cloaca booms. Oh, that's, that's the episode title. Oh, God. Can we stop uh, with the fucking soundboard? I'm in everything now. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> Nothing has warranted that action. <laughs> yeah, I'm just keep it going. I'm just hitting everything now. Yeah, we picked up on that, Johnny. No kidding. <laughs> now let's start uh, talking about bumping the pigs. Apparently See, I'm, now yeah. that the soundboard, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the fucking, I'm waiting for this shit to die off, man. Stop fucking encouraging it with that fucking jazzy soundboard of yours. <laughs> See, the soundboard is like jazz. God damn it. It really is. It's fucking nonsense. Um, but yeah, so it's got fun stages and also like the serious stages. Like you'll be fighting in like a burning temple and shit. 
you know, or, you know, you know like bombs going off around you, or like, you know, you're in like a collapsed tunnel full of water and like, you know, everybody's <laughs> in danger of dying. Like, it's dope. Uh, but, and then it's got, uh, you know, some fun new characters. Uh, the, uh, you know, the big guys they added to this one, uh, they added Lars, uh, who's kind of like Ugh. the story driver of the game. He's the bastard son of Heihachi, who's like, you know what? I'm taking over. Like, I, I'm coming in, and I'm taking the story. I, you know, look at me. I'm fucking, you know, I'm, du- I'm Dutch, and I have clearly Heihachi's genes, because look at my fucking hair. Like, look like Heihachi. Um, you know, fucking... <laughs> Heihachi went to Holland, and <laughs> this guy came out. Um... And he got uh, fucking Miguel. Miguel is dope. Uh, you know, he's he's right up my alley. He, his whole thing is explained in the opening cutscene. He's h- hanging out outside a wedding, and you know, it's like a family wedding. And the church gets bombed, and he watches his family die while he's like, you know, drunk. And he turns into a drunken, insane person who like <laughs> vows revenge. I'm like, yeah, I'm into that. Cool. <laughs> and he, yeah, and I think his default costume is wearing a frilly shirt because he was at a Spanish wedding. <laughs> so it's like, is he, he fat? left that wedding an insane man and decided to take revenge. <laughs> I love it. Is he fat? Um, no, Miguel's in great shape. Uh, you know, before I get to the fat character, you know, the you know the other one we got to talk about is the you know the sexy cyborg of the group. You know, uh, Lisa. She uh, she's a fucking like crazy cyborg with chainsaw arms that can blast around the stage, and she's fucking nuts. Um, but she's not fat. The character's fat. It's my boy Bob. Um, oh, Bob yeah. is cool. Yeah. He. Uh, I was trying to look it up. I'm like, wait a minute. Did Bob come out? Did Tekken 6 come out before or after Street Fighter 4? Like, because it was one of those things where it's like, all right, you know, Tekken added Bob. It's a big fat guy who's like, you know, quick and dynamic. At the same time, Street Fighter 4 added um, Rufus, Rufus, Rufus. who is fat and quick and dynamic. It's like, God damn it, guys, are you copying off each other again? And uh, it turns out Tekken 6 came out, like, at least in Japanese arcades uh, before Street Fighter 4. So, uh, you know, they both made it to America in, like, 2009. But Tekken 6 definitely got, uh, you know, their hands on uh, fat, speedy, blonde guy first. And Bob's cool. He, uh, he's a martial artist who, he was, like, quick and agile and, you know, one of the best. But he had trouble beating guys that were stronger than him. So he decided to commit to a crazy training regimen where he gained a bunch of weight but also stayed super agile and fast. I'm like, that's dope. Unrealistic, but pretty dope. <laughs> like, it, it, you know, I would like to know about that. If there is such a regimen where you can become like a very, very fat guy who can also do like flips and beat the shit out of people, like, I'm interested. Because uh, I'm not any of those things, really. So if I can be all those things, like you know, fat and like super agile... And, you know, really comfortable with my body. That'd be great. Bob is like a fucking role model. I think it's um, called P90XL is the program you're looking for. Oh, Johnny got another XL joke on the show. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford the food to gain weight and exercise that much is the point I'm trying to make. Um, but Bob's cool. And I like that uh, they've made jokes about it. Like uh, in Tekken Tag Tournament 2, there's Slim Bob as an alternate character. And it's him when he's really skinny. And he, like, he's actually, he doesn't like being skinny. He's more self-conscious as a skinny person. Uh, he's more comfortable in his fat skin, which I think uh, it's a nice touch. Bob's just, uh, he's Bob, baby. He's cool. So, I have a surprisingly serious question. Oh, please. Um, so, did he appear in the Tekken series 
like before, but as like a you know typical like like you said the the guy who was fighting and losing all the time like before he got you know fat. Bob, yeah. like did Bob fit Bob appear in the, sh- the series beforehand? Yeah. No, he didn't. Okay. This, he was a completely new character for six, and then they did the the slim Bob thing as a non-canon thing in Tekken Tag Tournament too. Okay. So. This was his first appearance, and you know his canon look is big fat guy, so he's cool. Uh, you know he's uh, he's one of my rivals. Honestly, I don't play great as him, and I struggle like playing against him because kind of there's something about like Tekken where you're trying to anticipate where your like opponent's going to hit, like low, medium, or high, and uh, it's hard to tell with Bob because he's you know when he's doing all these flips and shit, he's just kind of so round that I don't know where any of his attacks are going. <laughs> So it's, uh, he's tricky. He's a tricky character. <laughs> it's uh, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, like, there's nothing bad per se about this game besides that it just came out in the wrong time and had awful load times and just kind of didn't really do much for the series. Like, it was just kind of fine. Uh, you know, I, I want to like things about it. I honestly just, you know, I'm not going to go back and revisit it because Tekken 7 surpasses it in every way. Um, but yeah, like, it, it, it's fine. It's, uh, it's got the great tunes, got the fucking, you know, fun stages, got cool new characters, um, but does really nothing to advance the series. It's just, it's cold nachos. That's what it is. Um, it's not jazzy. There's no jazz in this game. It was made under a set of constraints and it turned out terrible. Um, <sighs> <sighs> like jazz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so all the games tonight are like jazz. That, yeah, whether they turned out terrible. good or whether they turned out yeah. terrible. Yeah. Come full circle, <laughs> jazz sucks. You can justify it by equating it with jazz. Johnny, that's why it was such a bad analogy. It's because it doesn't just apply to what you were talking about. It could apply to anything. It's jazz, baby! Yeah, that's what jazz is all about. So so it's a shitty analogy. Hipping <laughs> and hopping and like bipping and a Because everything is jazz. Yeah. God damn it, John. It took you all this time to fucking cop to that. You committed so hard to, oh, it's like jazz in game one that I had to keep on bringing it up all episode because I was so bothered by it. Now you finally got to the fact that maybe you made a weak analogy. I appreciate that, John. That's that's good stuff. Who got whose goat, I ask? I'm going to see if I can plug this podcast episode into the Xbox Series X and eliminate the loading time on you admitting that analogy sucked ass. So we can just strike all the jazz talk from this episode. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a re-release, much like the Tekken series. We're going to have a follow-up to this. So Game That Tune, episode 224, Bloodline Rebellion. It's coming soon, and we're not going to talk about jazz at all. We're going to redo realize. the episode. We're going to add in a guest. It's going to be great. <laughs> I was going to say, you realize if we release this episode cutting out all of the jazz talk, it's going to be like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's the PSP version of the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Tekken 6, kind of kind of cool. Uh, you know, Right to have been forgotten. Um, much like my leftovers, I boxed them up and left them at the sports bar, um, and now I don't ever get to—I don't ever get to fire up the oven and fix those nachos. So, um, yeah, I'm committed to that one too, baby. <laughs> Gonna get as many nacho references in at the end of this podcast as you got in jazz references throughout this podcast. Hey, so, John. Johnny, hmm. what do you call cheese that isn't yours? 
Start the fucking calculator. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is David Fleming. It is. Wow. No way. See, I was hoping that it would be finished. That we would finish the episode with a tie, and we would have to go to a tiebreaker of whoever weighs the most, and I would be able to win the episode. Um. And that's a tiebreaker based on points plus weight. Sorry, Jesse. I'm, I'm uh, oh. <laughs> just saying. You, you look disappointed when I said I weighed the most. <laughs> you don't. Like, that's fine. I'm, you know, God, whatever. We don't need to explain this. The tiebreaker didn't happen. David won the show outright. Yeah. Okay. So you know, we're going fat golf rules. He who weighs least wins the show, um, and that's why David's won. It doesn't have anything to do with getting the games right. <laughs> Is fat golf a thing? Oh, it should be. Uh, all golf it? is bad yeah. golf. John Daly, baby. Yeah, Let's man. talk. <laughs> oh, man. Fat smoking golf, baby. Oh, yeah. Slam and tight cokes. He's my hero, man. I Not love John Daly. Fuck. <laughs> uh, next episode, can we do John Daly style? Can we all drink some John Daly's on the show? Ooh. What's it a John Daly again? Uh, it's it's, an, it's Arnold like Palmer an Arnold Palmer. Palmer. It's an alcoholic Arnold Palmer. So you got to get that Ooh. Jeremiah Weed sweet tea vodka. Get a bottle of lemonade. Mix them both together and chug the whole fucking that thing. Great. I love it's Arnold Palmer. So good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's my canoe trip specialty. I I would be willing to do it for the show at some point if you guys want to do a John Daly episode. A, fa- a fat follow up where we do. Fat guys in sports games and all drink John Daly drinks. I'm in. See, it's weird because living in Chicago, I had a completely different John Daly in mind. It's like, wait, you you mean we need to become the mayor corruptly? What? Well, that too. Here's what we do next week: we do a John Daly episode. We all have like a tall pack of Diet Coke. We slam the whole thing as we go through. We'll have a rain delay, and then after the rain delay, I'll be replaced. By um, John Gruden, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach. Because that what? happened once. Wait. One time, I don't want to get into this. No, so one time during a golf tournament, there was a rain delay. And um, I, I, John Daly went into the rain delay tent, tent dr- drank his face off. And when he came back out after the rain delay, instead of his caddy, it was John Gruden as his caddy for the rest of the tournament. For the oh, rest okay. of that round. I thought that John Gruden literally replaced John Daly as the golfer. <laughs> yeah, and they look, they look somewhat you similar, can... and that would be fucking awesome. You could do that <laughs> at a golf tournament? Oh, I'm... Yeah. Who's my Just sub? An imposter? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got too drunk, so I needed to find another like leathery blonde guy. Oh, shit. Is that John Gruden right there? Here, let's trade clothes and you become me for the rest of the real tournament. It's a real Prince of the Popper scenario. <laughs> God, I really just want David to pick a theme for the next episode. The announcer is like, this is the most elaborate what's your theme question I've ever heard. <laughs> We're getting there eventually, baby. <laughs> so, so um, I thought of a, an interesting theme that I don't believe we've ever done on the show, and it should John be a daily. It should John be daily. a fun time. Sprite games. 
as in just games John with said Diet Coke, as in games <laughs> with sprite art. Oh, not like Seven Up Cool Spot. No, that's <laughs> sprite art. It could be so, retro. It could be indie. It could be eight. So it could be sixteen bit. Just no polygons. All what if, sprite art. What if it has games with, uh, you know, those fairy type creatures known as sprites? Oh, trust me, Jesse. I'm already subverting the theme with the Secret of Mana sequel. <laughs> uh, it's happening, baby. <laughs> David. David did say specifically no polygons. So you, can't, you just can't have a polygon. I mean, if it's hmm. a sprite based game that features fairy like sprites, sure. But like, but, there's polygons in like Xenogears, and like a lot of the the um, characters are sprites, but like the environments are polygons. That's the graphic- tricky part of uh, you know PlayStation One games. Well, are there sprites? Yes or no? Sprite games. Yeah, there are sprites. Well, then there's sprites, so you're fine. Right, but there's yeah, polygons. Okay, Not if for- the game has sprite graphics. Characters? But what if it has both? <laughs> yeah. Goddamn all of you. You already. <laughs> I mean, uh, you no, said Jesse's so honestly bring up a valid point. Like, uh, play, PlayStation 1 RPGs frequently had sprites against a polygonal background. So, games that primarily use sprite based graphics. I just want to have an opportunity to talk about sprite art on the show. Okay. Alright. We'll make it work. Yeah. We will, David. Um. It's one of those open-ended, but also limiting themes. Yes. What if... (laughs) The theme is a little bit... What if... It starts as a polygon, but it gets rendered to a sprite by the time it hits your screen, like Star Fox or Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, that was that. Johnny, (laughs) that can't possibly apply. It's not a redo episode. We've already used all the Star Fox games. Don't ask questions like that. I'm definitely looking up more Super FX games. I'm going to find Don't something. Don't you dare play Stunt Race FX on this show. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare, John. I was excited. I thought this theme would go over a lot better. Apparently, it was a terrible idea. No, it's a great theme. No, Johnny's theme. trying to make it terrible. I think it's a great theme. I yeah. It's had... Johnny that's undercutting the thing. He just wants to talk more about the PGA Tour. <laughs> I, I just had a valid question about games with both graphics. Yeah, Jesse's types. question was actually totally legit. Because, like, you, you specifically said no polygons, and I'm like, well, there's a lot of PlayStation RPGs that have both. If, if it has sprite art, it's good. So, like, a PlayStation 1 RPG, sure. I mean, if it's, like, a 3D game that has an 8-bit sprite on the texture, no. Like, fundamentally sprite art in the game. Sounds good, David. Sounds good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Sounds I think it's a great theme, David. Let's uh, let's encourage David. Uh, you know that uh, that theme's quenching my thirst. Um, I, what kind of Le- what kind of flavor of sprite game do you think LeBron liked? Probably classic lemon lime. Doesn't he have like a remix flavor? Like a beige blast? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Are there okay. more than one flavors of Sprite? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you been outside? No. No. It's COVID, man. <laughs> no, motherfucker, we haven't. Have they been releasing new Sprite all year? Yeah. <laughs> was, was 2020 the year of Sprite? Yeah. <laughs> Monthly Sprite flavors and no one's there to buy them? Yeah, that's Spriteoberfest. <laughs> no! <laughs> this was the summer of Sprite. <laughs> 
Oh god. Monthly um, sprite flavors, but they only got the first three out. <laughs> Gotta cancel the rest of these sprite flavors immediately. <laughs> we'll work on releasing them in a sprite bubble. Um, so anyway, fantastic show. Jesus Christ, we were off the rails tonight, but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, just excessively fun. <laughs> you know what else is off the rails and a lot of fun? Jazz. <laughs> Sure glad you Giant. didn't say bumping pigs. Thought we mm, thought we squashed all this shit. Goodness, I love you guys. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us live on our live show. We're live on Wednesday nights. Check us out at Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, thanks for listening in podcast form. We're available at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and sharing the show with your friends. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. We got awesome stuff in the works over there and we uh, appreciate you guys supporting the show. We super appreciate our Patreon absurd fans, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, uh, Taylor Wise, Sam L and Mork. Last but not least Mork. Um, thank you. Jesse had the request this week. Who are we thanking for the uh, request? Jet steel. Yes. Uh, they made their request in our discord server. So check us out in discord. Uh, join us there, hang out, chat along with us. Uh, or you can send us your request, gamethattune at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune, or you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend. And you can find David Fleming, this week's winner, on Twitter at dfdfleming. Hell yeah, David. So, you got bonus tunes? Take us home. So I played a horror game where you're shooting a bunch of the undead, and I wanted to pick a song from an awesome sprite-based game where you kill the undead. This is Wicked Child from Castlevania. Fuck yeah, it is. Peace out, everybody. And Silent Bob Mall Brawl is copyright 2019, the Media Indie Exchange. Fire Emblem Fates is copyright 2016, Intelligent Systems and Nintendo. Rogue Legacy is copyright 2013, Cellar Door Games. Left 4 Dead 2 is copyright 2009, Valve Corporation. Tekken 6 is copyright 2009, Namco Bandai Games. Alright guys, everybody should be feeling pumped up after that. Mm-hmm. Oof. Jesse, lube up that mic stand already. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry about that. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? 
Start the fucking calculator. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> this game's winner is. What? <laughs> oh wait. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Too late. You're all fucked up, John. Jesus Christ. <laughs>